Well, I love singing songs that are straight out of Scripture. And that song that we just sang, The Way, is the words of Jesus from John 14, 6. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And I'm just really grateful for the clarity of Jesus there, that he says there's one way, there's one path, there's one direction, there's one route to be right with God, and that is through me. Hey, last week, my uh, wife's brother and I took five of our kids camping and hiking, one of my favorite spots around New England. It's Mount Mananoc in southern New Hampshire. And after a long, sleepless night, night with seven of us in a tent that probably should have only slept uh, five of us with giggly and, and gassy children all zipped inside. Uh, we woke up, unzipped the tent, got a much needed breath of uh, fresh air, and then drove over to the base of the mountain. At the base of the mountain, the park ranger told us how to get to the top. She made it really clear. She said, white dot up, white cross down, white dot up, and white cross down. And with five kids, I'm really grateful for clarity that we didn't have to wander around on tired legs trying to figure things out. She made it really clear. White dot up, white cross down. And uh, I'm happy to report we made it to the top. And here's the deal. Uh, in life, there are tons of trail options for you, but Jesus makes it clear. He says there is one way to God, and that is the way of Jesus. And so today, we're going to start a short series of messages that we're calling trail life. And I'm just so excited for you to join us on this adventure. And so if you have your Bible, uh, take it and turn to Psalm 121 as we begin trail life. Well, in my mind, one of the things connected to late summer is hiking. The heat's starting to fade a little bit, and we're all kind of beached out, and so many of us start to head to the woods. And I just love New England for that, that, that a short drive from Boston, we can go down to the beach in Rhode Island. We can go see the moose up in Maine. We can hit the rivers in New Hampshire. Uh, we can do the Appalachian Trail in Mass in Vermont. In Maine. Notice I left Connecticut out. Uh, we ignore Connecticut because many of them are Yankees fans. Uh, but late summer is a great time of year for hitting the trails. And now with this series, Trail Life, we're going to be studying a section of the book of Psalms known as the Psalms of Ascent. These are 15 songs from the Psalms, uh, Psalm 120 through 134. And the book of Psalms is, is a book of songs, and, and they're just different types of songs throughout the book uh, that are fitting for really different seasons of the soul. Uh, just like today, I'm sure you could identify different songs that are fitting for different moments. Maybe you've got your breakup song, Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone. Or maybe you've got your break a sweat song, the song you like to work out to, or, or the I'm in love song, or the happy dance song. And likewise, the, the book of Psalms has a variety of songs that are, are good for a variety of different seasons that we find ourselves in. Uh, different sorts of praises for different occasions. It may be an occasion of celebration. It may be an occasion of repentance. It may be an occasion of frustration or disgust, and you need to 
to, to, to communicate that somehow or it's a, an occasion of fear or a cry for help. Uh, just like on a, on a hiking backpack, there's different pockets and loops and places to, to put your supplies. Maybe it's a place to put your water bottle or your, your trekking poles or uh, the loops for your tent. So also in worship, God and his knowledge gives us uh, places to put our different emotions for different seasons of the soul. Uh, he wants us to come to him with really whatever's going on in our lives. And so he gives us a place to cast all of our cares on him, knowing that he cares for us. And included in these various compartments in the Psalms are these 15 songs, the songs of ascent. They're also known as pilgrim songs or traveler's songs. These are the songs that the people of Israel would, would sing as they traveled across the land over to ancient Jerusalem. And David wrote four of these songs. Uh, his son Solomon wrote one of them, and the other ten were not sure exactly who wrote them. But they're known as the songs of ascent because Jerusalem was set up on a hill. It was built on a hill, and so people are coming from all over the place, and no matter the direction that you come from, you're ascending up a hill to Jerusalem. And so these songs were really their, their playlist. Uh, maybe you've put together a playlist for a road trip, uh, songs that just kind of help you get through the ride. I remember my eight to 10 hour uh, drives when I was in college back and forth from my home, uh, just listening to a whole variety of songs and thinking through, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to that CD five times. I'm going to listen to this CD. Yes, CDs were a thing. Uh, there's these plastic little circles that we had back in the olden days. Uh, but I also remember one time uh, driving along on the road trip and seeing this guy driving with his knees and beating on his steering wheel with drumsticks, right? You got the, your playlist, your music for the, the road. And, and God's people would travel to Jerusalem three times a year for different feasts to, to worship and honor the Lord. And these songs would get them there as they're looking up to, to various hills that they're going to have to ascend or they're going to approach some tough moments along the journey or, or really just to make sure that their hearts were in sync with the purpose of the occasion or the feast that they were going to Jerusalem for. And so they would sing these songs. Now, there's the context for you, but what I want us to know is that these songs are not just pertinent for them then, but they're also pertinent for us today. They're such a gift for us today. These are some of my favorite psalms in the book of Psalms. Uh, they're fitting for, for, for so much of what we're enduring even right now in this really strange cultural historical moment that we find ourselves in. And so over the next few weeks, what we're going to do is we're just going to take a look at some psalms in the Songs of Ascent that are really pertinent for this heavy moment in history. And so we're going to start out by looking at Psalm 121. Psalm 121, let's read it. This is a song of ascents. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we are so thankful that you have preserved these songs for us just to, 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 to put our emotions into and to, to experience you and praise you through. And so God, I'm just thankful for this. And I'm thankful for the people who are joining us online like this today. God, I pray that you would do a deep work in their heart. May they know your love and your grace towards them through this song. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
So this first song that we're going to look at has eight verses and it's broken up into four sections and two verses per section. Starts out with an introduction and then it gives us three things that I think it would be really good for us to latch onto in this trail of life. He starts out with, I lift up my eyes to the hills. I lift my eyes up to the hills. And then he asks the question, from where does my help come? This isn't a breakup song. This isn't a workout song. This is a I need help song. We all have seasons in our lives where we just need help. We have seasons in our, our lives where we're just facing some kind of unique hill, some kind of unique challenge. Many of us are in the midst of that right now, like as a nation, as a, as a world, as a people. We have different challenges. We have COVID in front of us. Many of you have anxiety that you're wrestling with because of the season we find ourselves in. Many of us have just the mounting pressure of how are we going to balance work and educating our kids who are working uh, on their school from online or from home. Uh, maybe it's the financial difficulties that you're facing right now as, as a family or as a company. Maybe it's just, just health challenges or, or grief that you're going through. But at one point or another along the way, we all are going to have a, a moment where we just say, where am I going to find help in this moment? And as these pilgrims would travel to Jerusalem, they would literally lift up their eyes towards the hills. Now, I want to clarify here because I think so often when we hear lifting our eyes up to the hills, it's a familiar passage uh, to many people, Psalm 121. I think we often think about the hills as just this inspirational place of, of hope. But notice it's, I lift my eyes up to the hills, plural. And so the hill, singular, is the holy hill, the plateau, Jerusalem, where the temple, the city was built. But the hills, plural, were all around Jerusalem. And they could really represent two things. First of all, could just represent life's challenges, the, the hills that were going up en route to Jerusalem. Life gets hard, and, and the, the hills that we go up are, are challenging and hard on your, your legs and hard on your, your lungs. And we ask the question, where am I going to get help in this season? Also, for, for them, up in the hills were, were wild animals, right? People would settle down in the valleys where the water would flow, and so animals would, would run away from the civilization and up into the hills. And, and then also for these travelers, they're traveling long distances to get to Jerusalem, and so they're, they're carrying goods to trade. They're carrying uh, lots of money to, to help themselves get along the way. And so they were uniquely vulnerable to, to thieves on the way. And so they, they really needed help as they're, they're going through the hills. But secondly, I think hills can also represent options. I, I lift my eyes to the hills, meaning I've got options. I've, I've got hills. Where is my help going to come from? See, in those days, false gods were worshipped on top of hills, idols and altars and, and shrines and the poles, they were all erected there on top of the various hills. As you read through the Old Testament, you hear about the high places. That's where people would go to worship these false gods. And so with that context in mind, listen again. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? So as you lift up your eyes to the hills, you see your various options. It could be the hill of, of worship to Chemosh, or to Asherah, or to Baal, or to Diana. We have options of places that we can look for help. And so let me ask you, where do you turn for help? Where do you tend to, to turn for help when it's not to turn to the Lord? Maybe you're saying, Josh, what are you talking about? I don't have any false gods. I don't bow down to a pole. Well, 
We actually all do. I, I actually do from time to time as well. Really, wh- what a false god is, is anything that we look to to give us what only God can give us. That's a false god. So your false god could be intimacy, and you're looking for a relationship to give you something that only God can give you, or a moment of passion. Or maybe your false god could be social media, and you're looking for that quick hit of happiness. Or maybe it's uh, binging a show just to distract you. Or maybe it's retail therapy to, to give you some sense of, of joy. Or maybe it's a drug. Or, or, or some wine to foggy up just the, the fear that you're feeling. You see what I'm saying? We, we have options. We have these variety of hills, these high places that we can look to. And so our psalmist is thinking at the beginning here through the options. Where am I going to look for help? Am I going to look to one of these idols? No, he declares. My help comes from the Lord, from the maker of heaven and earth, the one who made the trees, from which the Asherah poles are then carved, the one who can move the mountains from which these altars are hewn out of. My help, he says, is the Lord. Notice also that he doesn't look to the hill, the the challenge in front of him. We have hills in front of us, and so often we just look at the challenge. Maybe you're just looking at the grief, or you're just